Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. How do Christ... If it's not something I do and it's just something I am, how do I maintain being in Christ? How do I keep that operating in my life? How do I keep myself from always feeling like I don't measure up or I'm not a good enough Christian? Because, I mean, that's the battle. Or maybe it's just my battle. (laughs) Amen. Well, I'm glad you asked that question today because that's what we're going to try to tackle and we're going to answer that question. And hopefully when you leave this place, you'll be better than you were when you got here. That's good news. Our scripture text today is in Romans 8.1. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the truth of your word. God, I thank you that it's imparted unto us. God, that it's delivered to us. Lord, I thank you for the authority, God, to give me, Lord, the ability to walk the corridors of men and women's hearts this morning. Lord, I pray, God, that the words that I speak will be the words of the Holy Spirit. They'll be anointed of God. Lord, that they'll be your words, God, that they'll penetrate deep inside of us, God, and change us, God, from the inside out. God, that we have a newness, God, of our spirit when we leave this place. God, that we walk at a level of maturity that we've never experienced before. Lord, I thank you for growth, the spiritual growth in our lives, God. Lord, as we attend services, God, as we as we participate in what you're doing, God, in this ministry, Lord, I thank you, God, that we're changed in Jesus' name. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise for it. If you believe that this morning, say amen. amen. Romans 8.1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation. Everybody say no condemnation. To those... Who are in Christ. See the theme? Let's try it again. In Christ. In Christ. Don't you feel better? When we declare that? I'm in Christ. To those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do not walk according to the flesh. But according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Has made me free from the law 
of sin and death. Somebody say the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Now, how many of you know that in, in, in nature, in earth, in everything, in everything in the, on the planet, animal life, plant life, weather, the solar system, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything that we know in life, everything that, we, that pertains to life is governed by laws. Hmm? Everything is governed by laws. Isn't that right? We have laws of nature. We have laws of physics. There are spiritual laws. There are laws that govern behavior. There are are natural laws there are governing laws over the land laws laws for everything matter of fact there's laws are just things that have been put in place in life to make life go make life easier to make life move along how many know that we couldn't advance in society if there hadn't been law come on if, no, if nobody never put a badge on back in the, back in the day then there'd be chaos today isn't that right hmm? you, can, you can only have so many bank robbers till there ain't no money left come on somebody you know what I'm talking about? The law. There's laws that govern everything. And, and laws are, are basically guidelines that cause life to take place. They're guidelines and, and, and parameters and barriers that cause life to function. Life cannot function without laws. I mean, there's laws of biology. Your heart operates within the laws of biology. Your, your brain operates within the confines of the laws of biology. It doesn't work outside of those laws. If it does, it does not exist. Come on, laws govern everything. I mean, there's like the law of gravity. The law of gravity keeps everything planted on the ground. Isn't that right? I mean, you're grateful for the law of gravity this morning. Hmm? <laughs> if you're young, you think probably that's a good idea. If you're getting up, you're getting up there in age, the law of gravity is starting to have a little bit of effect on you. Huh? Because what was once up here ain't up there no more. Come on. Amen. Gravity begins to take place. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen. But how many of you know this morning, if you take the law of gravity and you combine it with another law called the law of aerodynamics and you put those two laws together, you, you create a new law and it's called the law of lift. And until we discovered the law of lift, we really couldn't fly nowhere. But now because of the law of lift, combining the law of aerodynamics with the law of gravity, you can get on a plane and fly across this country, go anywhere you want in the world because of the law of lift. Amen? So how many of you understand that the law of lift actually violates or it supersedes the law of gravity. Isn't that right? Because it violates that law. The law of gravity cannot hold against the law of lift. So there are certain aspects and certain principles that make laws and laws begin to govern everything in life. And what we see in Romans 8.1 is a principle that says that the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus set me free. It supersedes, it overrides another law that's been in place in my life called the law of sin and death. Amen. I mean, that's good news this morning. Amen. Much in the same way the law of lift sets me free from the law of gravity. So now I can soar with Jesus. So one of the things I understand about the law of gravity is, is that the law of aerodynamics does not do away with the law of of gravity. I mean, the law of lift doesn't do away with the law of gravity. It just supersedes it. It combines itself with the law of aerodynamics, and it begins to violate the law of gravity. Because how many know it still takes the law of gravity for the law of lift to work? No law of gravity 
then you get an aerodynamics and you just take off and there's no gravity, you ain't coming back, baby. I mean, when you're going up, but you ain't coming down. Gravity gets you back down. I don't know about you, but if I'm going to the airport, I want to make sure I'm going to land somewhere after I take off. Thank God for the law of gravity. <laughs> Come on, amen. So gravity works with these other laws. And because of these other laws that get put in effect, they override and supersede that law of gravity, and we're able to fly anywhere we want to go. Amen? Can I just say this to you this morning? The law of sin and death says when I sin or when I miss the mark. Let me just start out right now by giving you the definition of sin. Sin is an old English word. It comes from the 15th century. And it actually means to miss the mark. It comes from the Greek word harmatia. Everybody say harmatia. It's an archery term. Sin. It's when they used to take a bow and an arrow and they would shoot it at the bullseye. And anything that did not hit the bullseye, the guy that was watching down at the other end that would call the contest would go, Hark, you sinned. In other words, you missed the mark. You missed the bullseye. Sin is, Bible, is the Bible's way of telling us that we missed the bullseye of what God has for our life. I mean, God has a plan for your life. God has a bullseye for your life. God has a mark for your life. God had a bullseye for Adam's life. And guess what? He missed the mark. He ran off the wrong tree. Come on, he missed the bullseye of his life. We talked about that last week, how we're all suffering because of what Adam did. Because of Adam's disobedience. Sin simply means missing the mark. Amen? So when we miss the mark or, or, we, miss, or we walk outside the purposes of, uh, of the plan of God's life, the result of that is that it brings death. Sin brings death. Missing the mark or missing the plan or missing the purpose of our life brings death in that area of our life. Amen? And those areas that death begins to come into our lives, that's where that law of sin and death takes effect. It has its way in us. But when I get saved, I understand that the life in Christ, that's a good place to shout, <coughs> In Christ Jesus, which is the law of the Spirit, sets me free from the law of sin and death. The same way the law of live sets me free from the law of gravity. Come on, amen? Talk to me, somebody. Are y'all seeing that this morning? So now when we say the law of Moses, or we say the Levitical law, we're talking really about this code of conduct. We're talking about the code of conduct, the law that was in the Old Testament. That's what we refer to when we say the law. Everybody say the law. Hallelujah. The law. We're referring to the code of conduct established by Moses. We've all heard of the Ten Commandments, right? Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not have no other gods before me. Amen. Everybody knows about the Ten Commandments. Exodus chapter 20. That's the law of Moses. Later it got, gets explain, expanded from the, the, the Mosaic law into the Levitical law. And the Levitical law really gets kind of carried away into a whole bunch of crazy stuff that traditions of men got involved in and really just kind of ruined the law. You know, and we see that all taking place when Jesus was alive. They gotten so crazy when Jesus said, you know, you, you, you tithe on the mint and you tithe on this. And he goes, but you, you treat people like, you know, doo-doo. What's wrong with you? You're talking about what you're giving, but you ain't living right. Because they got bound up in the Levitical law. But God gave these laws to the children of Israel basically to keep them separate from the influence of the world. So that the bloodline could remain pure because through that bloodline there was a prophecy that was given in the garden that the Messiah or the Savior or the second Adam would come. And when he would come, he would set all things straight. Amen? Hello, Bob Tarbus again. 
We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 11.30 a.m. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20, or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount. Or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. So that's what we refer to when we say, the law. Everybody say, the law. Now when we talk about the law of sin and death, we're not talking about the law, we're talking about a law. Everybody say, a law. There's a difference between the law and a law. There's lots of laws, but there is the law, the Mosaic law, Amen. And what it says is, is if we break the law, then we fall under another law called the law of sin and death, which is a law. And then that law begins to take effect of our lives because we broke the law. Come on, there's a consequence to breaking the law. One of the consequences is the law of sin and death begins to take effect on our lives. And the law of sin and death says that if I break the law, then there is a price for you to pay. You got to pay up, baby. Come on, touch somebody and say, you got to pay up when you break the law. You say, why? Well, that's the way the law of sin and death works. Hmm? So how many of you know Jesus comes along in the New Testament and he institutes this other law, this new law, this law that nobody's never heard of, and it's called the law of grace. Come on. We were singing about it this morning. <laughs> amazing grace. Amen? Isn't God's grace amazing? So amazing. Amen? Now watch this. When I begin to understand that the law that comes by grace through Christ Jesus sets me free from the law of sin and death, then I begin to walk into an area of freedom in my life in whatever area that was bringing sin and death. I come under grace. I mean, how many think grace is a good thing? Hmm? Woo! And I realize that this new law supersedes the law of sin and death. So now when I break the law, something else comes in. Woo! Not sin and death. What comes in? Grace. <laughs> Number one, the purpose of sin. Everybody say the purpose. purpose. I mean, sin has a purpose. The purpose of sin is to kill you. Isn't that just so basic? Just to kill you, separate you from God, to take you out of the presence of God, to, to destroy your life. Sin has a purpose, amen? And if that's true, this new law that comes by God's grace will set you free from the purpose of the law of sin and death. To set you free from that purpose. So if the purpose is to kill you, you want to get free from being killed, don't you? I mean, His grace saved you, right? And what we say, I got saved by grace, saved by grace. Came through faith, saved by grace. It was His faith, the law of grace, amen? Hallelujah. 
It sets us free from the purpose of the law and sin and death. I mean, no, sin is a disease. The Bible refers to sin as a sickness. It, is, it refers to it as a disease. It came from the devil. It was allowed into mankind through the disobedience of Adam. Isn't that right? We learned about that last week. And the purpose of this disease, the purpose of any disease, the purpose of any sickness is to kill you. Isn't that right? Steal from you. Rob from you. Do you in. Do you over. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen, sin is something you do. But how many know sin is not just an action word? Sin is also a noun. Hmm? There's an act of sin and it has a result that brings death. So what we understand is that sin is also a disease that eats at the inside of mankind. It eats at the inside of humanity. And that purpose is to destroy life. It's the purpose is to kill us. Amen? So really you could just replace the word sin with disease because that's really what it is. It's a sickness. It's a disease. And this disease gets into the fiber of humanity. It got there when Adam would disobey God and it entered into mankind. And this disease is still working. Amen? And the law of death at that point when Adam disobeyed God, the law of sin and death entered into mankind. He said, if you eat of that tree, you're going to die. That word death right there and that translation means to be separated. If you eat of that tree, you're going to be separated from me. You're not going to have no right to walk with me in the garden. We're not going to be able to have communication. We're not going to be able to fellowship. You're not going to be able to have the victory that I planned for you. You're not going to live forever anymore. You're going to, this body that I gave you is going to die. It's going to go back to dirt. If you eat from that tree, that's what's going to happen to you. I mean, we bury people when they die, but they don't cease to exist. Isn't that right? They just get separated from us. Amen. I, I've been to a lot of funerals. I've never seen nobody get up out of the coffin at a funeral and say, please don't talk about me like that. Hmm? I thought some of them might after some of the things I heard at some funerals. But I've never seen it. Why? Because they've been separated from us. They've moved into another dimension. Their, their body's there. It's dead. It's not alive. They don't hear what you're saying anymore. But they have not ceased to exist. They've just been separated from this realm. They've been separated from us. Isn't that right? And that's what sin does. It separates mankind from God. That's the purpose of sin. To bring death. To separate us from God. So how many recognize the purpose of sin is just to separate us from God? That disease wants to kill us. It wants to separate us from God and bring death to our life. Death is separation from God. And watch this. When you do sin, you give Satan the authority to use some things against you. To separate you from God. Hmm? Because sin has a whole bag of tricks that comes with it. Amen? And the main tool that Satan uses to separate mankind from God is shame. Somebody say shame. 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 I used to go to this church and a woman would always go, oh, shame. Every time I did say, oh, shame. That's like a little comment. I used to say, why do you keep saying that to me? I want to, oh, shame. I ain't done nothing wrong. Don't shame me. What are you talking about? Shame. Oh, it's just a saying. Well, don't say it. Say it to somebody else. <laughs> Come on. That's the trick that the devil uses. He wants to put shame on you. Amen? You ever hear anybody go, shame on you? They're trying to get you to recognize you did something wrong. Isn't that right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So sin's purpose is to get us to mess up. It's to get us to move over in the shame. When Adam and Eve messed up, look what happened. Shame came in. They got a shame. When shame came in, they did two things. They covered up their nakedness. Hmm? Not their sin. They didn't cover up their sin. They covered up their nakedness. Because God didn't even say being naked was a sin. They didn't know it was sin. They just covered up their nakedness. They got, 
They got ashamed. They covered themselves. And, and God said, I didn't even say that was a bad deal to be naked. Why are you covering yourself up? Why are you covering that up? Who told you you were naked? What's nakedness? Hadn't even been in their vocabulary before. All of a sudden, shame entered. And, and this is what happened. They ate from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. So they thought they knew what good and evil was. And what they thought was wrong, they covered it up. Come on, somebody. Is everybody okay? Is everybody following this all right? Hmm? So they tried to cover it. That's the first thing we do. Is they try to cover it. We want to cover it, don't we? The next thing we do is we try to hide it. We're going to cover it and we're going to hide it from God. <laughs> How many know that when you mess something up, it's human nature to cover it up? You just play it off. You're going to play it off like it never did happen. It's in our nature. We were at Disney on um, Friday, and Jessie, man, she's really just getting a little personality on her. She is something else. We were at Disney, and we were at the Contemporary Hotel, and we went up the escalator to get to the uh, monorail. There was a long line, and Michael was trying to get her to walk through the thing to come around, and uh, she wouldn't go. No, no, no. She started backing up. No, bitching a fit. So he's pulling her through, and he pulls her up there, and she f he lets go, and she just sits on the floor, flops back, and starts screaming. And everybody's standing in line. And then there was like all these people coming in behind us. And she looked over the top of her head. She saw all them people behind her. And she stopped screaming. And she just kind of laid there and started playing it off like she meant to lay down. Like she was, and then she started just kind of laying there like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, look at her playing that off. Playing it off. Trying to hide. Trying to cover that up. Her little bad actions. You ain't got to have nobody teach you how to hide it and cover it up. We just do that, don't we? That's, <laughs> that's in our nature. And we, try, we just try to hide it. Amen? And we, we, a lot of times we hide stuff because we don't want anybody to know how bad we really messed up. We're afraid somebody's going to think less of us. Amen? Ooh, how many know, realize that Jesus is the answer? Amen? I've heard people say, I can't go to church. If I go to church, the place will burn down. Or if the walls will fall in on me if I show up for church. Hmm? Some people don't want to come to church because they, they don't have the right clothes. Well, I ain't got nothing to wear. I don't, I don't got nothing to wear. And they mean that literally. But how many know that's a really spiritual, that's a spiritual condition? That they're saying that. The, the mental condition is, is they're saying I don't have the right stuff to look good to everybody. And I don't have the right stuff to look good to God. So I'm not coming to church. Hmm? So, so we put on our own clothes and Adam and Eve put on some itchy fig leaves over some place. You weren't supposed to have itchy fig leaves. Hmm? And ever since then, mankind's been, mankind's been trying to hide it and cover it up. Isn't that right? God was in the garden looking for them. And they're hiding from God. He finds them and they start blaming each other. Adam blames Eve. Eve blames the devil. The devil made me do it. Amen. And how many know today it's still somebody else's fault? Hmm? All you got to do is corner somebody at this school on any given day and say, why'd you do that? But, 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 but he, but, 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 but she, but, 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 but they, but, 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 but you. I mean, it's getting bad, this generation. There is no personal responsibility for anything anybody does wrong. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 1130 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. 
To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.
What are the key elements to being a Christian? Well, you may not be dead physically, but according to the Word of God, until Jesus Christ comes into your life, you are dead spiritually. That means you are dead toward God. That means that God can't communicate with you. You can't communicate with God. Dr. David Jeremiah gives us insight into basics of the Christian faith. Next time on Turning Point. Listen to Turning Point at 12.30 p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO.